Welcome to the With Counseling Podcast. I'm JJ Blanford, therapist and founder of With Counseling. On today's episode, we're discussing what to expect in your first session with a therapist. And I think this is like a really tough topic to talk about for people like me who maybe haven't experienced a lot of therapy because the first session like feels like one of the hardest parts, right? You're going, you're meeting someone for the first time, what sort of questions they're going to ask. I feel like that might be one of the biggest hurdles to somebody new to therapy. Is that true? I appreciate that perspective because to me, it doesn't feel weird at all. I sit with people all day and hear all sorts of things. And so I don't think about it as weird. And yet I do acknowledge typically in my first session, like I know it's really hard to sit down with a stranger and talk about some of your hardest experiences. Yeah, it it's kind of a weird process to meet a, to meet a stranger and kind of share some of your story. Yeah, because it's like I might know what I'm going to therapy for, right? But I might not at the same time. Well, and I think it can feel really vulnerable because – In your first session, you're not typically diving into your deepest, darkest, hardest things, but oftentimes you may be sharing something that you've never shared before. Maybe it's something that feels huge to you, or maybe it's just something that feels really small and insignificant, yet you've never voiced it before. And so I think no matter what is shared in that first session, it feels really vulnerable Because not only are you sharing, you're also saying, I'm at a place that I can't do this by myself. And I'm asking you, stranger, to step in and walk alongside me. Right. And I think that's like part of the the overcoming of it because like when do I share my deepest darkest secrets is that like session three or you know what I mean like how does this work and like um, I guess is it I would assume it's relationship building but what does that usually look like? So the reality is I only know how first sessions go from my own experiences in therapy and then how I operate as a therapist. So of course this isn't exactly prescriptive of what everyone would experience, but I often open up with, and what's really important is explaining to people, everything you say here is confidential unless, you know, you're telling me that you want to hurt yourself you want to hurt someone else, someone is hurting you. And I think oftentimes in that initial session where you're kind of going over the rules and your policies, people are like, okay, okay, okay. And in six months, a year, two years, when maybe one of those things comes up, you know, hopefully you've revisited that in other sessions when you would have to break confidentiality and those sorts of things. But it's a lot coming at you your first session of just even what are the expectations of the therapist? And it's simple things like, you know, I expect 24 hours notice before a cancellation or you'll be billed. Just some really simple logistic things that are probably hard to process if you're feeling nervous. The other thing I, when I have a first session with someone, I talk about the way that I see people's stories is through puzzle pieces. And so every session you are giving me a few pieces of your story. And the longer we work together, I have a greater picture of who you are, but especially our first couple of sessions. I'm just gathering puzzle pieces to get some sort of framework about how you and I will move forward. 
I don't believe in one size fits all therapy. And so my first couple of sessions are really just asking about people, their history, a lot of family of origin stuff, what's bringing them to therapy today, and just asking questions. Again, in my practice, I'm really open and I think it's appropriate for you to know it's your story and you get to share what you want to share. And so I always remind my clients, if I ask you a question that doesn't feel comfortable to answer, you have the right to say, I don't want to answer that or that doesn't feel comfortable. Now, if we're working on something together, I may push you because we need to move into some of that. And I'm balancing when do I push and when do I kind of step back. And so I feel like that's a dance that we're always doing in therapy. But early on, I am not pushing. I want to create a safe space where you feel comfortable sharing your story. Again, that's how I practice. I know that's not maybe how everyone approaches therapy, but I, I do acknowledge it's a lot to sit down with a lady you've never met before and, you know, share some of your really hard things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's helpful. That, that's good perspective. And I know, I mean, we're not assuming that everyone's coming to see you their first session. Right. So, you know, I think it's important to talk about like, <laughs> I mean, in your experience, are there certain red flags maybe? that might pop up like in a first session with a therapist that you might think of that would lead me to, I don't know, be like question this relationship sort of moving forward. I mean, I think in a first session it's your nerves are probably so much, especially if you've never been to therapy, it may be hard to see red flags. Um, I do think there are some really, basic things. Um, part of, one of my um, assessment questions is, have you been to therapy before? And if people say yes, why didn't you return to that therapist? You know, why are, why are you choosing me? Because I want to make sure I'm going to be the right fit. I'm not going to have a similar thing to what a previous therapist, um, they experienced with a previous therapist. And so you know, sometimes it was like they moved away, they stopped practicing, they were rude. I was shocked by the number of people who said my therapist fell asleep in session. Fell asleep? More than one like person. during a session? During a session. More than one client who like went to their scheduled session. There was no longer furniture in the office. The sign was off the door. They had no idea. Again, first time I'm like, that is weird. The third time you hear that story, you're like, was that all the same practice? So I think just, is it someone that you think can be attentive to you while you're in that space, right? Therapists are human. They're going to have off days. And are they able to kind of like, are they asking you questions? Are they trying to get to know you better? Are they making eye contact? Are they engaging? Like those, I used to really feel like are very basic things. And the longer I've done this work, I've realized like, no, you have to remind people you're expecting very basic things. And if those things aren't being met, 
you know, give it a couple more weeks, but maybe that's not your person. So if they fall asleep during your session, is that a, uh, are we going to go ahead and put that in the like red flag, maybe don't show up to the next one sort of scenario or, uh, I mean, I've always wondered like, how does that session end? Like, do you wake them up? Do you just leave? It's a whole thing. But, um, I think part of it is just knowing like, yes, they fall asleep. Eh, That's rough. Um, But I I think part of it, too, is going in with an open-mindedness of this could be the person that I could do the work with. Some of my most successful client relationships were referrals. Um, When, you know, when a client refers a friend and I would always say, just because your friend loves me does not mean that I'm going to be a good fit. But we're starting that first session that that client has the assumption I'm good at my job their friend likes me. And that just sets the whole therapeutic relationship off on a different foot. And then showing up, not knowing me, reading my psychology today or website profile and trying to figure out if, if I'm who they want to see. Yeah. I think that's really helpful. Are, are there good tips that you would give to somebody who has not done therapy about that first session, like walking in, are there ways that you can sort of, I don't know, be prepared? Maybe that's not a thing, but are there, are there ways that you would talk to somebody about how to approach like walking into that first session? Uh, I think that is based on your level of comfort. It may be taking all of your energy to just show up. And if that's where you find yourself, just show up. Hmm. If you've been to therapy before and are maybe looking for a different therapist, If you have an idea of what you're looking for in a therapist and ask questions around that, um, I would have people really some basic things like when I go to therapy, I expect weekly homework from my therapist. That is not how I typically practice. If that is the most important thing to you in therapy, I mean, hopefully we've addressed that in a consult call, so you're not having to <laughs> come and see me. But I, I think there are people who would say, I'm looking for a really structured, stern approach. Again, I can be, I don't know if I can be stern. <laughs> I'm a pretty gentle clinician. I definitely push back, but it is in a, more gentle way. And that is not everybody's cup of tea. I I also think you want a therapist. Again, this is my own bias. Totally, totally my own bias. I start every therapeutic relationship with, I am not everybody's cup of tea. We may meet a few weeks and you may realize that I'm not a good fit for you. And so please, please find the person you can do the work with My feelings won't be hurt. It is much more important to me that you find the person to do the work with than like being concerned about my feelings. And so I think even gauging that in a first session is the clinician kind of open about like, this is who I am. This is how I practice. Does that feel like that could be a good fit for you versus this is who I am. This is how we do therapy these are the expectations. This is what you will do. 
And, and that may be what you're looking for. So like stick with that. But I think having some awareness of, of what you're wanting out of therapy, if you have the emotional capacity to do that. Yeah, that's really helpful. I mean, anything else that you would want to tell people like going into their first session? I guess you might have what I call vulnerability hangover after that first mm-hmm. session. It may be later that day. It may be the next day that you think, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I told her A, B, or C. But no, that is what your therapist is there for. They want to hold your story. They want to hold that space for you to process those things. And so I I know that Sometimes even hours after therapy, people have regret of, I wish that I wouldn't have shared that. I can't believe I said that. Was I too much? And I think just knowing like your therapist is glad that you were there, that you felt comfortable enough to share whatever it is that you shared. Um, and it's worth going back the next week. I love it. I think that's... Uh really helpful. Um, I I mean, I think if other people had questions, I think like reaching out on social media, something like that might be a a good way to kind of go about that for their first session or whatever. For sure. And, and just know like disclaimer, 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 this is how I do therapy and you have to find the, the fit that is right for you. And so just go into that first session expecting something good and see what happens. Awesome. I love it. We are delighted that you joined us for this conversation today. And my hope is that you feel better equipped and brave enough to schedule that first session with a therapist. If you have additional questions that you would like to ask, please reach out via social media or my website, counselingwith.com. I would love to continue this conversation with you. My hope is that today's episode is the encouragement for you to find the person to do the work with, that you are able to begin your own journey of hope and healing through therapy.